This podcast was brought to you by 138. We're a streetwear brand based out of Little Mount Monganui in New Zealand. If you haven't checked us out, you can find us at www.138.co.nz. If you want to find our socials, you can find us on Instagram at underscore 138. And if you look in our bio, there's a link tree to all of our socials. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, anywhere you like. We just released the oversized navy hoodie for pre-order. Those are going fast, so if you want to get your size, I'll jump in now. And last but not least, please screenshot this podcast, put it on your story. Let us know you're listening. Let everyone know you're listening. Uh, means the world to us. Uh, and enjoy the podcast. LDS, now I'm running out of steam missions. Listen, and if that sun don't shine Sup crew, welcome back to episode number 14 of the 138 podcast. Uh, we've got a special guest today. Um, he's come down from Auckland, uh, the new manager of the Los Angeles MLA Major League Rugby team in America, uh, due to join the comp in 2021. Uh, Cam Kilga, sup bro? How are you? Good, good. What's happening, bro? Um, nothing too much, eh? Back in, uh, back in Auckland for a few weeks um, and trying to stay away from corona virus yeah yeah um just quickly you want to introduce yourself um to everyone yeah uh my name's cam i've been in uh sports management now for um over 14 years um i yeah travel the world managing uh rugby which is my passion um and i also get paid for it which is uh, which is awesome um i've um managed nationally uh internationally and uh, now I'm um, over in the States, um, which has always been a passion for me and um, a pathway that I wanted to, um, to challenge myself with. Um, and yeah, it's just a, an exciting time for, for rugby in, uh, in America and Asia. So um, I'm glad I'm on, the, uh, on that pathway. How did it all happen? I've been, um, yeah, people have asked me that. Um, it's it's pretty much, it's like I've won lotto, really, to be fair. I yeah. um, jumped on a business class, business class, yeah. sorry, Fancy. Uh, flight. <laughs> um, Just a quick flex there. Yeah, over to, uh, over to America um, on the 26th of December. So that, that sort of kick-started this whole journey for me. Um, my CV got picked up um, a, a few weeks before that. And a proposal that uh, that myself and um, a couple of others put together, um, and the yeah the owner of the LA franchise, uh, his, his name is Adam Gilchrist. I met up with him in Sydney. Um, he he liked uh, what I brought, what I could bring to this franchise. Um, he, he liked my experience and and just my passion and um, the way I tend to do business. He he, he really really liked that. So. Um, yeah, it's a whirlwind opportunity for me. That uh, met met with him one day, and then a couple of days later, I was on a I was on a flight to um, to to LA. So um, that's really how I how I've done it. But it's you know it's fourteen years of of rugby management that's put me in this position. You know, I've I've had um, I've had ups and downs like everybody. I've you know had times where I haven't had work, and I've had times where I've had great work. So. Um, it's a lot of work that you've got to put in to get into a position like this. So it's not just buying a lotto ticket and winning it. It's um, doing the hard yards or the mahi, as you fellas like to say. Um, it's, Who's you fellas? You know, you fellas. With, <laughs> yeah, beep. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, young fo- I mean young folks. <laughs> I'm meaning young people. Far out. Frank, you're a racist. Carry on. So I, um, yeah, that's that's how I get into it. That's that's how I managed to um, get this fantastic opportunity. Um, it's a hell of a lot of work. Like we're in LA, but we don't get much time off at the moment. We're we you know twenty four seven working to get this uh, professional franchise up and running, which. Um, you know, sounds fun and sounds easy, but it's not. You know, there's a lot of late nights and a lot of meetings, and um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, rather rather be doing that than, uh, than than something else. I did a bit of research, and obviously, um, you know, Adam Gilchrist is a very famous name in Australia, um, but there's more than one, and it's obviously not the Aussie cricketer, ex cricketer. No, no, but um, so you want to explain. Yeah, a- Adam, Adam Gilchrist, Adam Gilchrist um, yes, not the cricketer, but Adam Gilchrist, the, uh, who played Australian schoolboys rugby. So he's, you know, very, was a very talented rugby player. Um, he is a property um, investor and he's also um, the, the main owner in F45, the, the franchise gym that's um, taken over the world. It's not done too bad, eh? Yeah, he's very successful in what he's done. Um, he's very passionate. Uh, I like him because he doesn't have can't as an excuse um so yeah he, he expects things to be done and done the way he wants them and and there's no excuses so he's really passionate about that but he's also um he loves the game loves the game of rugby he wants to put a lot of entertainment and change the way we watch it um and he's all for the development of youth and uh, making sure that um especially in america where um I think kids in the past, uh, American system is all about you pay to play. So even at an academy high performance level, um, even the US under twenties team, it's it's if you've got the money and you can afford it, you can get into the team. Bullshit. That's how that's how it's worked for years. So Adam's all about no way. You know we want the best. We want to give opportunities to to kids that can't afford it, yeah. and, and we want to. Um, make sure that our youth in our regions which is LA and obviously Austin that that Adams bought too they don't pay a cent to play yeah. rugby so um that's that's fantastic cuz rugby in the states is the largest growing team sport yeah so it's huge why the do you think why do you think that like what cuz it's the coolest game on earth man it's safe <laughs> it's safer than gridiron there's more opportunities than gridiron um it's quicker than baseball it's a it's a mixture of ice hockey, U, UFC, and American football without the pads. What do you reckon's like brought it to brought it to the front now? So like obviously the major league rugby hasn't just started this year. How many old? How, do you know how so many two years? years old it is? Um, yeah, two 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 previous years. So it's gone this. from like being on Facebook last year to this year they're on yeah, ESPN it's, it's, and yeah, Fox Sports. No, it's, uh, it's a global sport, I think, and that's the difference between a lot of American sports. Um, they're not global. <laughs> yeah. So rugby can give you opportunities um, to travel the world, and it's it's for women too, you know, the US women, seven team uh, superstars in, in America. It's uh, given uh, huge opportunities to, for women and men to travel the world, um, to play professionally, um, and to get to the Olympic Games. Um, you know, there's not many other sports where you can go to a Rugby World Cup every four years, but also the following year you go to Olympics and win a gold medal. I mean, there's no American sport like that. So um, it's 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 exciting. It's just a 
you know, as we all know, um, especially New Zealanders, it's our religion, so we love it, and it's uh, it's cool to watch, and it's quicker. It's you know, there's you, not too many breaks like um, yeah, NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are into that though, eh? They love it. They get around it. That's the big thing around, but um, American sports that I've noticed is that that commercialising everything, eh? Well, you reckon that's going to be. Yeah, it's how the uh, rugby's going to end up. Yeah, MLR is like that now, actually. So yeah. um, the competition kicked off in February, and I remember the first game that I was watching. Um, after twenty minutes, they stopped and had a and, and had what I they, saw there. Yeah, they had a drink water break. break. Water break. Yeah, and I was like, what? What the? What the beat is going on here? <laughs> and um, they said, this is what we do. And then the half times are fifteen minutes, so it's all for. Um, so they have two breaks in between the each of half entertainment. It's for the ads. It's for oh. selling ads, and um, so it is. It's a, um, and that's what NFL oh, yeah. is like. But people got to remember that NFL comes from rugby. Yeah. So rugby is a sport. It NFL, yeah, NFL came from rugby. So we're just bringing it back, old school, with yeah. a bit of excitement and no pads and helmets, yeah, and yeah, um, yeah. and for the public and for the parents in America, rugby is a safer sport. Mm. Um, Plus, another thing about rugby is that you can be skinny, small, big, tall, um, scucks, uh, fast, and not fast like you. Scucks and um, like so you can, you know, there's opportunities for everybody in the sport, whereas some of the sports, some of the codes limit, you know, you've got to be a certain size or you've got to be a certain height. Um, but rugby is... is uh, for everybody, man. Rugby is for everybody. What do you reckon about that? You say safer. I agree as well, but a lot of people say it's not because, and, and like you hear the American um, football fans going, oh, like, you know, it's, it's the no pads, they're going body on body. But I almost reckon that's not, yeah, that's that's safer than with the pads. It's kind of like, um, I was talking to someone the other day about it, like, and this is a weird example, but it's because I know someone that has lost, like, feeling in their feet and like legs and stuff if they jump off something they're not going to feel it but they're probably going to do more damage to themselves because they can't feel it same with padding like you know like they're wearing pads they're going to start throwing each other at the at each other a lot harder and they're not going to realize the effect it's having on their body yeah it's like uh i guess it's like when you're young you know uh, when you're a kid you put on a helmet and you <laughs> you think you're yeah. unbreakable yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. That, and that's the thing about uh nfl uh, with the helmets you lead with your head because mm. you, you know you think you've got that safety uh, yeah. around your head but that's that's not true whereas in rugby rugby is all about protecting your head and technique it's, and technique yeah so you've got to protect your head and and uh safety is is 110 percent part of why rugby mm. is such a cool sport because the focus is on safety and the focus is on doing things right um what do yeah. you reckon about um so so this this owner Adam, he's he's from Australia, right? Yeah, he's Australian. He's Australian. Okay, yes. is he based yeah. in Australia or is he? He lives based in, in uh, lives in Sydney, um, and but he yeah travels a lot, travels to uh, America and um, yeah in Hawaii, stays in Hawaii quite a bit. So what I think what some people is this might, the Adam not... Gilchrist uh, podcast or is this <laughs> podcast? Yeah. So so mate, um, I don't. People probably don't realise, or some people might not realise, and I sort of still don't understand how it works with like um, like ownership of rugby teams, things like that. Um, 
like obviously the Hurricanes, Super Rugby Chiefs, Blues and stuff, they're obviously owned by someone or a group of people. New Zealand Rugby, part, part owned okay, yeah, so, so most of those franchises. Yeah, so yeah. it's very different. Um, in America, um, it's private. private ownership has yeah. been around for a long, long time. So that's why you can have um, the Oakland Raiders who have moved three times before, I think, and now moving to Vegas and they're going to be the Vegas Raiders. Yeah. So you can sell... Um, you know, I, I can buy the um, the Yankees, um, New York Yankees, and then I can, if I feel like it, after a couple of years, I can move them to um, uh, Miami, <laughs> Miami yeah, Yankees. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, yeah. that's what ownership's all about. So yeah. it's, it's just like owning a, bin, a business. So yeah. um, you can chop and change. So yes, Adam, um, MLR, which is Major League Rugby, um, like NBA or NFL, um, they have private ownership, so you can um, an individual or a group of people can um, buy and own a professional rugby team in the states. Um, and Adam is lucky enough um, and passionate enough to own two sides. So he's bought just recently bought the Austin side, um, and and he's obviously got the LA franchise too. So um, that's that's exciting for both those regions to have an owner like Adam. Um, in charge yeah what um you still don't understand yeah no <laughs> want me to get a whiteboard and show you <laughs> yeah so <laughs> is this podcast yeah no, i think i think i got the gist of it so i fell asleep during oh. the last 10 seconds um okay, fair enough any any players you're allowed to tell us about yet bro what do you reckon no nothing <laughs> no it's exciting though um like LA is going to be the best professional rugby team in the world. So a lot of people have said that about their professional sides. And, and how I sort of benchmark it is that the Crusaders have the best professional team in the world. So we're going to be better than the Crusaders. And how we're going to in do... In year one? Excuse me? In year one? Yeah. No, mate, why not? Why not year one? You know, why, why does it what have to be What do you classify as best, like... Um, Best performing, best, best, performing, best, best off field, best location, um, best facility, best stadium in the world. Um, uh, we're going to have the best environment. So we're going to take a lot of um, small parts from different organizations like the Crusaders, like their culture, which makes them so successful. We're going to take that and we're going to bring it into a cool, awesome surf spot location. Always sunny. has like one week of rain a year. We're taking it to L.A., and it's going to be bling, bling, glamour, glitz, fireworks, mud wrestling, all sorts of stuff happening. Mud wrestling? Bro, mud wrestling. It's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be exciting. It's just going to be... Um, plus, you know, Twickenham was the best rugby ground in the world. Now it's going to, now be. It's going to be SoFi Stadium in uh, Los Angeles. So it's tell um, us about that SoFi Stadium. That's so it's amazing. So it's $5 billion stadium. So it's the most expensive stadium in the world. Um, I had when did they tour. start on it? When did they start? I think um, two and a half years ago. Yep. So it's the owner of the Rams. Um, he's he's paid all this money and, and it's um, five, $5, oh, billion. $5 billion. $5 um, billion. And it's amazing it's uh it's changed i don't know if you, you guys saw the view, viewers listeners yeah um they all know um a, a, an area in, in la called inglewood inglewood yeah. <laughs> it's um you know f- famous on um gta is that right i don't know yeah hard. yeah actually, actually um, i think it is yeah. yeah and it's you know not not a um it's a 
interesting characteristic area in in LA. But um, this whole venture uh, and this five billion dollar stadium has just changed the area. You know, um, there's going to be hotels, there's going to be shopping malls, there's going to be driving ranges, all sorts of stuff all around the. It was this almost sort of. It was almost classified as the hood, eh? The hood. Yeah. What do you know about the hood? <laughs> you don't know nothing about Bro, the hood. I'm all about the hood. No, you're not. <laughs> you're from Ponsonby. Uh, and Newmarket. Yeah, and Parnell. So yeah, but it, yeah, in my day it was the hood. Anyway, so yeah, Inglewood um, was, was classified as the hood. Yes, yeah, so um, it was. Boys, yeah. boys in the hood. Um, yeah. and But now it's, uh, it's becoming, um, yeah, it is becoming like the new place to buy and huge opportunities and um you can you can look in videos on youtube about how the final product uh sofi stadium will look so the stadium itself will be completed by july um this year um and there's a taylor swift concert that's the first um first uh show or or event happening in that stadium but um people it's it's going to host super bowl um and it's also going to be the um, home of the Rams and the Chargers, two NFL teams. Mm. And then uh, we're going to be based there too. So we're going to um, give opportunities for um, people that can't afford to go to the uh, NFL games. And they're going to come along and watch rugby for like $5 for kids, 10 bucks for adults. But that's, fuck, that's, that's cheap. what rugby that's awesome. needs. That's what man. rugby needs. Exactly. All the locals in L.A., have said that's the that's the key. You've yeah. just you've won it there. Yeah, yeah. So we want people um, to come along. Uh, we want families to come along. We want them to be able to buy food mm. at a good price. Yeah. We want them to see a fantastic product. We want to want to see the best players on the field. Preach. Yeah, and the best looking kit. <laughs> and then we just it's just going to be so much fun. It's going to be a hell of a lot of fun on yeah. and off the field. And yeah. um, we're going to change the game and be the best professional rugby team in the world i mean where would you rather be la training on the beach muscle beach um or (laughs) or somewhere colder and uh (laughs) it has a lot of snow and uh, and uh maybe only two light two uh red lights in the in, in the town i'm not i'm not saying any town in particular but I'm just saying, you know, LA is a, its own draw card. I mean, you yeah. don't really have to sell LA because it sells itself. Um, yeah, it's an amazing spot, and we're very lucky and very exciting times ahead. What What do you reckon? Like, what's the plan throughout the rest of this year, leading into you know year one of the MLR? Obviously, this year will still require a bit of work. I'm guessing, like, you, you guys are still going to be doing something as yeah, um, for sure. We, we've sort of a couple of things that have cropped up. Obviously, the the Austin buy um, has meant that we've put a lot of effort and, and focus on Austin and, and sorting that out. Um, and that sort of dragged out the timing a bit. Um, and then coronavirus um, may affect um, our future plans over the next couple of months. Hopefully not. Um, but we are uh, looking to host a couple of combines rugby combines which are uh nfl style testing platforms where um joe blogs from um down the road in long beach can can turn up yeah he can rock up that's fucking crazy i'm joe blogs i haven't played rugby before but i want to give it a crack so we test um test them 
And uh, yeah, and I know some of the combines that have been held by previous MLR sides have picked up two or three players and given them an opportunity to become a professional rugby player, which is amazing. But we're going to have one on uh, Muscle Beach, which is very, very famous. Um, and that for us is going to be a huge launching pad for our brand. Um, and we're going to have one in San Francisco too, which is in our catchment, LA catchment. So Really? Yeah. Um, so two combines and then we're looking at four exhibition games. One exhibition game will be with the... Um, uh, with with the clubs, so we're putting together a club all star team um, plus our team. So that's another opportunity for local LA club players to to pick up a contract. Put their hand up. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, we've got a couple of other games. One more in LA and two looking to be overseas. One in Hawaii and one in Tijuana, <laughs> Mexico. Um, <laughs> Mexico. Yeah, Mexico. Um, and it's not Cancun. It's Tijuana, <laughs> which is close to the border. So uh, we might have, it might be easy getting in, but it might not be easy getting back. <laughs> anyway, but uh, so yeah, we've got a lot, we've got a lot happening. We've, we've also got the launch of the of the brand, um, of our logo. Well, that's looking to be more likely a June, July black tie affair with a lot of celebrities and a big glitz and glamour dinner. Um, and that's what our owner wants as well. And that's, he's making sure that that's a... Uh, yeah, it's making sure that's that's going to be huge. So um, it, it's it's a, a massive, massive um, lot of work to, to put in to a professional rugby side. It's not a, not easy. It's just finding a field, painting some lines, bringing over some players. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a hell of a lot of other stuff, um, especially when you're dealing with America. So throughout the rest of this year, um, you'll have a bit of a group together, obviously, and... Um, you're saying you're going to be training at UCLA? Likely? Yeah, that's another that's another big one for us. Um, uh, partnership with uh, UCLA, which is a massive, massive university in the States. Global brand as well, so it's great for us. Um, but just the opportunities that, uh, that they've given us and um, are willing us to be a part of their program is, is huge. So we're very, very lucky to... Um, to have this come about um they've got fantastic rugby fields um they've got great gym facilities they've got uh, everything on on-site food swimming pools classrooms everything's there so, a little city eh? it is a little city it's bigger Gorgeous. than it's actually bigger than some cities in new zealand um and the population's like forty-five thousand students so that gives you for us it gives us forty-five thousand possible fans right off the bat That's so wack, um, it's uh, it's pretty exciting. You're a bit of a deal for them, obviously. Uni? Oh, hard. Yeah. What uni like, students to get them into? To get to games. Yeah, for sure. We. I mean, it's five dollars, man. Oh, Come on, uni be students. Early. Yeah. I mean, there will be there will be a lot of partnerships that we that we create. You know, we want to make our um, free free transportation from our clubs to to SoFi Stadium for yeah, each of the yeah. home games yeah. there and back. So, you know, LA has some issues, obviously, around. Uh, uh, traffic, public transport, etc., etc. Yeah. Et but hey, there's no such thing as can't. So we're going to make sure that we um, solve all those issues, and we want we want people there to watch the best professional rugby team in the world. Yeah. Have you seen um what's his name that um invented Tesla? What's his name? Do you know? Um, no. I, I, I do know the I'm yeah, I, do. I have heard the name um thrown around, but um, did you see him that thing about him like? Digging tunnels under LA at the moment. I he have, start, I have, yeah, I have heard that. He I started have. in his car park, 
he's, yeah. he's trying to combat the <laughs> traffic. Yeah, he said that air, um, air transport's going to be too, um, like, create too much pollution and stuff. He said tunnels are the way to go. Tunnels. He said when you uh, get far enough down, you almost get shot like a vacuum and you go like three times as fast. They compared it to something or someone here. I think it was Rum, Rumka. He compared it to like. There you go, this is what it is. <laughs> he compared it to like if, if you were living in Christchurch here, you could work in Auckland and you could get to work in like 45 minutes. Yeah, that's well, you know, that's uh, traffic Traffic for me, it's not too much of an issue if you give yourself plenty of time. I mean, everybody was saying, oh, LA's got lots of traffic. Elon Musk. Elon Musk, yeah, that's good fella. Don't know him, but yeah, good fella. But uh, yeah, no, mate, you just, traffic's, there's traffic everywhere. I've, I haven't, I've been in LA, I've been driving in LA and I haven't come across any traffic, to be fair. Um, yeah, I'm just, because I'm all about time management, so. When we were young. Yeah, we always talked about like that when America took rugby seriously, that we we're all fucked basically. And <laughs> once America take rugby seriously, it's it's game over. Like they've got some unbelievable athletes over there. Um, just the way they they do sport over there um, is a commercial type of thing, a business as opposed to. You know, here it's a little bit different. Um, are we near? Do you think we're really near that time where it's actually gonna really blow up? Like, yeah, I I think so. I know. Uh, yeah, how exactly fast what you reckon it's gonna grow about. from now? Well, look at Japan. I think we we have to look at Japan and and uh, ninety um, ninety five Rugby World Cup. Japan were beaten by New Zealand one hundred and forty nine to ten or something mm-hmm. like that. Now they're eighth or seventh in the world. Japan. Um, and that yeah. they've they've done exactly that. They've put resources, um, and, and I'm not pissing in our pocket, but they've put New Zealand coaches, New Zealand players, mm. um, overseas players into their professional sides, and that has changed the game. Um, and Japan are now a powerhouse in world rugby. And America, who everybody's always said is a sleeping giant, is starting to wake up, I think, yeah. eh, and starting to... Starting to realise they they want to host the Rugby World Cup. This is what life's all about, and rugby is all about. It's, big, it's about money, mm. and they want to host the Rugby World Cup. And uh, the they're, next they're, one, or twenty twenty seven, is what they're. So yeah. France is the next one, but twenty twenty seven is what America are targeting as the game changer. So they they will take what Japan did with the Rugby World Cup and triple triple it. Huge numbers because they, they can. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this competition, each MLR team, um, there's 11 in America and one in Canada. So there's 12 teams in the MLR currently. Yep. Each MLR side can have, in the playing 23, they can have 10 international players. So the rest of the team um, is and made locals. up of, of locals. So yeah, it's, it's just creating a, a next, it's bringing them all up to another standard, to another level of professional rugby. So it is waking the beast, to be fair, and they're going to be. Um, I think we'll see it in, in the international side within the next couple of years. I think we'll see them get into the top ten. Um, yeah. The USA, not not too sure about Canada, but definitely the USA will get into the top ten. Um, the next couple of years, and Can they then, have internationals. What's the rule around? 
I know for some country, is it the same for every country? Like how many years you have to be a resident before you can play for the country? Yes, yeah, IAB Five have one. Or? Yeah, it's, it's it's changed. It's some sometimes it's been three, sometimes it's been four, and I think it's now five. Yeah. But that that might change again. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that, that's why it was beneficial to Japan because they had a, had a lot of international players become eligible to play for their Japan, country. Yeah. And but that Japanese team is is ninety five percent made up of Japanese. Yeah, born players yeah, so yeah. Um, in America will be the same they've got mm. some so, so so many talented sports people like mm. you said but their rugby programs are amazing mm. their college football rugby programs are, are huge and um, really yeah I, I've been to see quite a few college uh, rugby games and it's really exciting to see the talent they've got some superstars that are coming really? through um, yeah well what's, what's the like um because obviously, like college football, American football is massive, and the crowds are huge and big stadiums. What's it like for rugby? Oh, not not that big. Yeah, um, but, is but, it? but it's getting it's getting there. The D one yeah. first fifteen competition in America, or first fifteen college competition in America, school. is 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 crazy. It's taken off. So wow, they've got huge numbers of teams. So that's the difference between an America and and some other international playing rugby nation is that they've got huge numbers of yeah. colleges around the around the states that, that all want to crack at rugby yeah. and you've got NFL players that won't make NFL or um, other other sports codes that are looking turning their shoulder and looking at rugby and thinking far this is a awesome game I want to give it a shot because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's on TV a lot more mm. um, so yeah the beast is definitely waking up mm. and this MLR is going to take this monster which is usa rugby and it's going to um splatter across the world i guess the only thing that's stopping them now is maybe maybe the salary cap, salary cap eh? yeah but the salary cap's good i think the salary cap's a good thing because yeah. um it, it means that, yeah all mlr 12 teams i'm not too sure if you've been watching in the last few weeks but yeah. every team can beat every team mm. whereas um some competitions um there are four, five, yeah, top four teams, yeah. and you know he's going to be the top yeah. three or four teams each each year. Yeah, but MLR you don't, so yeah. um, that's the cool thing. And there's big superstars that have been bought too, and you can um, there are ways uh, that you can bring in a superstar or marquee players. So you yeah. allowed a couple of marquee players each team. So that's no, just it's awesome, it's exciting, and um, MLR is the future. The Austin that Austin team they got. Um yeah, Tommy Ellison and stuff in there now, do they? He's just there um, assisting um, coaching because oh, he's actually yeah. with the Wellington uh, Mitre 10 Cup this oh, year. Oh, true. So he's um, yeah, he's learning the ropes and learning off uh, Mick Byrne, who yep, uh, yep. is our co- lucky enough to be our coaching coordinator for yep. both Austin and LA. Yep. So yeah, Tommy's been there. We've had Isaac Ross. He's been around too. So yep. we've, a lot of coaches have come in for a look. Irene Ie, who's who we have signed up with LA. He's our um, the backs coach or assistant coach for LA and uh, running the high performance. So, mm. so he's our first official signing. Um, and they've all been in this Austin environment, looking at Mick and how it works. And yeah, and, uh, yeah that's that's what's been going on. So, and, and that Austin team just got their first win and yeah, two years, years or something. Yeah. So, congrats to you boys. If any of them hear this, <laughs> well, they so, will be. They yeah. better. Yeah, they yeah. Better well, be. congrats, boys. <laughs> better like this. Keep it going up. Yeah, AGs, um, AGs. What are you, you going to use? How are you going to use LA as your, 
as an advantage, what do you reckon? Like, obviously, LA is pretty appealing place. Like, as a location, I think Mount Monganui. You know, Bay of Plenty sort of use Mount Monganui as a location, and to stop true, laughing true. and, and stop, no, 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 I agree, I agree. because it's because it's a smaller scale, but <laughs> that it, as a you know as the same sort of point. Well, Bay Plenty do Bay Plenty use you know people like oh yeah, it'd be mean to live in the mountains. Cruisy lifestyle, good lifestyle. Yeah, are you going to use that? What else sure. are you going to use? No, as like, LA as a like I said, we haven't launched. We have actually haven't launched the brand yet. So it's been in the in the media, MLR media and and uh, rugby media that LA is going to be in twenty twenty one. But we haven't launched our brand. But we have been inundated with people, um, MLR current MLR players that are playing around. Uh, America that that want to go to California, um, yeah. people from overseas. Everybody wants to go to LA, and you know it's full of celebrities and full of beautiful beaches, <laughs> and then um, and, the, and it's very sunny, and uh, it's just the lifestyle and the like. I said, LA is a drawing card. You know, it's a it's a tick in the box. It's an appealing place. It's very very appealing. Yeah, it it's is like the, it, to the naked. It eye. is like the melt. <laughs> It yeah. is like the mount. I love the mount. Yeah, I love the mount. Yeah, sure, I love the mount. But I'm not from the mount, yeah, eh? So you don't like, yeah, see? Yeah, I'm from the mount. But you need people like me to come into the mount yeah, exactly, and buy pizzas and, and do touristy things. Yeah, well, you know what's crazy is how, like, I, I can still, like, people still don't remember that, like, when I, when I was probably, like, maybe 10 years old or whatever. If I, if I asked people where we're, like, if people asked me where I was from, and I said Tauranga or mount, they would not have a clue where it was, so... That's but aren't you happier ground. now, though? Or would yeah. you want the mount just to have nobody here and just you? Well, it sounds a bit selfish when you say it like that, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If I t- could take it back, I probably would, to be nah, honest. The mount's cool, man. It's, it's all about people and bringing people together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah, fair enough. Fair cool. Yeah. Um, superstars, you said that you mentioned in there, you know, celebrities and... Yeah. Um, um, is it is it going to be used a bit to your advantage? Obviously, Hollywood and stuff is in LA. Yeah, well, um, Mark Wahlberg, is, he, he's a, a, a percentage owner in F45. Yeah. So um, Adam, um, with his involvement in the fitness industry, has a lot of um, celebrity friends. Yeah. And, yeah, that's what this LA rugby team is all about, glamour and glitz. Um the colours are going to be cool. You keep using those words. Is, is that is that written down in like your books or something? In your little LA planning books, is it glamour and glitz, LA rugby? Well, that's. I remember one of the first things he said to me. Adam said to me was, "Yeah, glamour and glamour glitz. And that's glitz. LA. Yeah, that's well, LA to a T. Hollywood stars and all yeah, sorts of. Yeah, yeah. And and rugby is a. Um, it's a flavour of the month. Like I said, it's the largest growing team sport, but. Everybody wants to help. Everybody wants to get on board. Yeah. The Rams have been very good. The Clippers, to me, have been really awesome. They want to help and support us. Yeah. So celebrities are just will flock to us, man. It's going to be good. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they love the Kiwi accent, so that helps. The Australian accent, not so much. So, um, Adam, if you're listening, the Australian accent doesn't go down too well, but the New Zealand accent... Um, is doing very well. Well, I went over when I was like, yeah, like in my year yeah, nine man. or whatever, 13 years old for my family. That was, that's the only time I've ever been to America. And they all thought we were Australian with our accents. So. Yeah, yeah. I've, unfortunately, I've had that a lot. Yeah. Um, so Where when, are you from, Australia? When America, American comes up to me and says, and this happens every Here we go. two minutes, um, <laughs> oh man, are, are you from Australia? And I, then I go, are you from Canada? <laughs> oh, so then they start laughing. Do they say they dry? 
No, I don't, don't know. I've never heard that, actually, ever. So, next question. <laughs> Obviously, this is... This may have all... I, don't, I guess saying this came as a surprise would be a bit unfair. So I'll say that this is different to you. When did you sort of realise, you know, things were changing? Like, that, that like... Bro, like, whatever way you want to put it, fuck, your life's changed a lot. And from one point, it's now, it's never going back to what it used to be. Did you, do you remember, do you remember that time? Do you remember? Yeah. Was I, it the time you met the owner? What, when did you know you're like, oh, shit, this is going to I think so. Um, it is like, uh, it was a whirlwind. Um, like, I've always wanted to get to America. And, you, and you know, you always think about, hear those stories, damn, if you you just wish if rugby was like the NBA or if, mm. imagine if the rugby's going to be like NBA. Always and now that. it sort of is becoming like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like I said, man, the, the, I, I got a phone call from Adam and I flew over to see him and even that meeting was like driving in a flash Porsche yeah. to a mean ass restaurant on Manly Beach in Sydney. Um, Tell him the story, bro. You want to hear the story? Yeah, I want to hear the, These guys want to hear the story. Okay. I've well, it's a it funny a story. Times, so. You haven't heard it a thousand <laughs> times. Um, so I flew over and I was all dressed up because I thought, you know, this is an interview. So I, you know, I was all dressed up as yeah. you do for an interview. So I fly over to Sydney, yep. um, head out to this beautiful property in Manly Beach, right on the beach. Um, and I'm there, but nervous. I've got my laptop, got my bag, and I'm dressed up. And I go to his front door and this... Um, mansion right on the beach and I hear rap music going on eh? like I knock on the door and I can hear rap music and I go oh shit <laughs> maybe I'll come to Snoop's house by mistake <laughs> but um, I push the door open and there's Adam he's just finished a gym workout um, he's happy to see me he's just listening to rap music as you do um, he said come with me Cam we'll go grab a coffee so he jumped in his uh, Porsche speedster i think it is he, he loves porsches so it's that little yellow one yeah, yeah he had like three or four porsches um in his driveway that were his and he picked this one and we jumped into that sped off down the road um under the speed limit and uh we went to this uh cafe or restaurant on manly beach beautiful manly beach in sydney yeah. um we started with a coffee and he said to me look um you know you're dressed up really smart <laughs> Which is good, and but don't worry about it, mate. You've you've got the job. I really like your passion and your um, the the way you run things and how you want things done. And he just uh, saw the vision that I had, and I've seen the vision that he has. And um, yeah, after the coffee, we went and had a martini. <laughs> this is eleven a.m. in the morning. A martini, then the the flash, then the best bowl of red wine. Yep. Um, and Cam was sleeping. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, I managed to uh, um, drink what I needed to drink. Um, I was very happy at the time, and we just, yeah, did some uh, work, went over a list of things that he, he wants for LA, and I flew back to New Zealand, um, and then a couple of days later, I was on a, I turned left on the plane, you know, turning left means you're going to a different part of the plane, which is business class. And that's, you know, four years with the Cook Islands. Um, turning left. When you're not turning left, you're definitely turning right right down the <laughs> back of the plane, which is nothing wrong with that. I, I like that too. I'm just happy to be on the plane. But 
hell <laughs> but a hell yeah different i uh i now turn left on the plane and um and and yeah just been busy flat tack ever since and yeah. uh that's that's yeah amazing awesome bro well um i got a bit of a q a here um we obviously chucked up a few stories and things and we got quite a lot of questions <laughs> but um we're gonna limit it to you know, there's probably like 10 there or something um, I've got a lot of questions from a lot of thirsty players asking what the contract money's like, <laughs> what's the pay like and things. Um, a lot of super rugby players. Um, but we'll keep those out of this. We're going to start with someone asked, what is the pathway for foreign players to the MLR? It's a very good question. Um, and how we've gone about it, to be fair, is... Um, Looking at a standard of player, I guess Mitre 10 Cup, um, NRC, Super Rugby player. Um, Because we're limited to 10 international players in the 23, I mean, we can have as many in the squad as we like. You want to pick a good crop, eh? We want to pick, well, definitely for LA, we want to, year one, we want to win it. So we don't want to just beat teams, we want to smash teams. So we want the best crop of players. Um, But that means culture not just skill you know we, we're definitely looking at culture and character because you know we want to take that side of the crusaders and to put into our environment so we're making sure that we get the right crop of player in the la environment we want to make sure that we have you know my job as the team manager is to look after players on and off the field so we want to make sure that we have the best behaved players and we want to make sure that we have players that that sweep the changing room um you know we want to no, obviously that no dickhead policy so um, but there are opportunities definitely like if you have an agent um, you get your agent to send a CV or information through to us we'll, we'll definitely have a look we've got the combines which we'll have probably have more combines next year as well and there are opportunities for you to travel to the states if you wish and take part in our combine um, highlights video highlights just getting your agent um, to make contact with us. Um, if you have a US or Canadian passport, um, your name goes to the top of our list. So we're very, very keen to look at um, overseas players that have US or Canadian So they don't count passports. as internationals, eh? Exactly. But Fuck, yeah, so um, there's a few, a few around. Um, but look, there's always opportunities. Like the dream to play professional sport in America has now become a reality, um, mm. not just for tall kids. Um, you yeah. can, yeah, you can short, real short kids too. You can have <laughs> I, real you're short, short than me. Kids. You don't look at me like Excuse that. Me? Yeah, you're shorter than me. I'm a manager. I don't. I don't play. <laughs> how does that? How does that change it? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah don't, okay. don't make short remarks. I'm not. When anyway, you're so yeah, me. good question. All right, and, next, uh, hopefully next, next. Um, what's the contract money like, and is it increasing? Oh, um, the money's good. Money's US dollars, so US dollars. Far superior than any other dollar around the world. Yeah. So what? Will I give a number? Like, so what's the salary cap at the moment? Five hundred and well, six hundred US thousand. Okay. But you can have um, six hundred US thousand. Yeah. But you can have, um, like I said, you can have uh, marquee players. Yeah. Um, so, but additional support around that contract. Mm. You know, uh, medical insurance is very important in the states. So we make sure that that's that's high on our list. Mm. Uh, visas, visas, visas are expensive. So the clubs look after that. Mm. But just being contracted and, and playing MLR, traveling around America, playing professional rugby. For the dreamer. Yeah. I mean, would you rather travel somewhere else? Yeah. Or would you rather Good travel around here. America? Um, okay. 
no comment. No, not not a real definite number there, but well, it's not really. You know, it's not really my yeah, yeah, my yeah, place yeah, to say yeah, what yeah, people yeah. are getting paid. That's that's sort of unprofessional. So, so we'll just let's just say a six hundred thousand salary cap um, per team, and then there's obviously a chance for additional support on top of that. Definitely, yeah. You could, I mean, then you could live very are. very well, and you know, um, the the salaries are going to improve and improve and improve mm. each year. So. Uh, NBA and NFL are on staggering amounts of money and, and I think one day um, down the track um, MLR rugby could be the, the highest paid professional rugby in the world so yeah, yeah, yeah. alright um, what's the difference in skill level from here to there it's yeah really different I mean I'm a manager I don't um, you know I'm not a coach so I don't tend to say that I know mm. what's best yeah. school wise but from what I see it's um, I think it's minor 10 cup level you know the, the bigger name players that we're bringing up are definitely lifting up the local talent Yeah. but the local talent adds its own skill and ability you know Americans have a lot more skill in, in some areas that, that we don't mm. um, but I'd say yeah definitely minor 10 cup and it's only getting stronger and stronger so each year it's getting bigger and bigger mm-hmm. yeah in your opinion, is this league going to be bigger than France and Japan for players heading offshore? Most definitely. I mean... That was sort of already answered. But yeah, just come and have a look at LA for a week. Yeah, you tell yeah, me. Yeah. And what? <laughs> just drop the mic. I'll pick up the mic and put it back on the hook. Yeah, sorry. Just dropped it. The difference between what you've experienced before compared to what you have over there so far. We've sort of really talked about that already, but... The, the the difference between what you've experienced before in rugby and stuff compared okay. to what you've already experienced over there? Um, that's a good question. Um, I've worked in some places uh, in New Zealand that uh, rugby is the number one, whereas in America it's not. It's you know it's not known, so it's mm. it's the flavour of the month. So people are coming to you and asking, wow, what's this rugby all about? Can yeah, we yeah, yeah. can we have a look?" So it's a brand new. You're in this amazing country of america um, where things are great and things are bigger and better and it's sunnier <laughs> yeah yeah. but it, it's yeah. you know what i've noticed is funny about that like sort of on the same sort of thing when i'm watching it on facebook and stuff how they like um teach the rules as the game's going the commentators but that's what we that, that's a good yeah, part about teach it. it yeah because so like, so obviously people don't you know so they're yeah. like that was yeah. a penalty which means that the other team infringed and now Is we get a free kick <laughs> yeah but <laughs> you're right now that's that's what we want that's that's what we're really happy about is that the commentators are educating yeah. the crowd because yeah. yeah it's that's fantastic and um that's nah, just a cool country and americans are such nice people like i'm not just saying that like every game you have the national anthem playing and you stand like back in the day i thought oh this is a bit weird but me being there singing the national anthem you take your hat off you respect it i love it it's awesome gives me like goosebumps american national anthems are mean it's just the way that they love their country and they support each other and i just they're such such nice people we've been to some like i said we've been to some college games and after the college games these college kids will come up to us and shake our hands, look us in the eye and thank us for coming to watch their game. I was like, what? I was like, we should be thanking them, but yeah. they're thanking us. It's just they're very polite, very nice. In LA, you're walking down the street, people will say good morning, good afternoon, um, say hello. I mean, yeah, things are things are cool. Yeah. 
Um, this one's already been answered. How does one get signed to an American Major League Rugby team? But we've already answered that. So we we'll go to um, how do I, as a young guy, get to where you are in sports management? Uh. Is it context? <laughs> Lol. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do get this question a lot. So um, sports management is huge. Like when I first started, I was very lucky. I knew somebody um, in a professional super rugby team and they offered me um, a role and I helped out um, as an assistant. And um, that's how I got into sports management. So I've, been, I've sort of like done it as a trade. I've done 14 years of... Um, so you haven't studied it? Not really. No, I haven't, to be fair, to be... Yeah. To tell the truth, I haven't. But young people Do ask you encourage me. Oh, media? most most definitely. Yeah, there's there's um, uh, management papers, um, really good degrees, yeah. and the good thing about management is there's so many avenues: event management, um, player management, um, uh, organisation management, CEO, general manager. I mean, management um, at at the sporting level gives you so many other opportunities. Um, plus. I can be in the States for five or six years managing a LA rugby team and then boom, I might get, hopefully, get shoulder tapped by an NBA team to manage. Mm. I mean, that's it just, um, that would be a dream for me, but that's a that's an avenue that management takes you down, whereas if you're just a coach, you really only have that road, but, yeah. but management, you can... Um, Jump ships almost. Yeah, so the, the contacts, lol, comment, it was that's the truth for me it was yeah, yeah. you know but ah, sometimes you gotta take your lucky good yeah. luck we'll take the luck you yeah. take the good but at the same time it's luck but you've put yourself in that situation i've worked hard like it hasn't been easy like you know i've had my massive ups and downs you know i've had depression yep well you, you always have depression you don't it's not yeah you know, it's you, you you always have depression i guess you, you never it's, you know, it's not like a light switch on and off. Um, yeah. So I've had really dark days and, and times where I've thought, what am I doing? Why am I in this occupation? Because it's... But um, then the next day the sun comes up and you love yourself again and you love the fact that you're in an industry which you... It's not like work. You, you really love to do it. I've, I was told once by um, Sir Graham Henry... <laughs> Just pick that name Just up. Quick plug in there as well. Yeah, Sir Graham Henry, the man. Flex. Yeah. Um, that there are two types of managers in this world: one good with people, and one good with paperwork. And I am terrible with paperwork. <laughs> so you know, I my passion is people. I love people, and I love to help people, and I love to um, talk to people, all sorts of different people, um, millionaires to people that aren't that are struggling. I like to talk and help. So. Um, that's my passion and that's that's why management's good for me because mm. I can support and help people and, and uh, they can support and help me. Mean bro. Uh, the next couple were just, we've already sort of answered them as well. What's the pay like? Average salary? <laughs> um, Who are you? And there were a lot of those Who questions. are your viewers? <laughs> Listeners. Um, and the last one we kind of pretty much answered as well. Why do you think rugby is growing so fast in America? Um, it's a, it is the best sport. Um, would you compare it to the you know the MLS Major League Soccer, soccer? you know how yeah, that, that's, like that's three done years really ago well there. yeah sort and it's, it's sort of taken off yeah definitely I think so but we don't have the David Beckhams of this world that mm. are you know rugby's uh, speaks for itself to be fair you know it's 80 minutes of 
fun and lots of tries, um, uh, good crowds, um, exciting place. I saw Sean Stevenson throw a mean ball the other night. Um, that was mean. Just another plug, Sean Stevenson. Um, that was a really good pass. Um, again. <laughs> so no, it's just it's a cool sport to, and it's like I said, it's it's everybody can play rugby. Everybody can play play rugby. Tall, short, big, skinny, uh, men and women, um, and it's just um, it's such a cool sport. Like Ponsonby Rugby Club is another plug. My my club last year yep. won the championship again. <clears throat> Um, you know, they've got an openly gay rugby team in Auckland. Wow. The, the Falcons. I mean, what the it doesn't matter where you come from. doesn't matter who you are. You've, you can play this game rugby. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's why, it's, that's why it's cool. That's, what we, that's sort of what we're lost a bit in New Zealand, I yeah. think. We need to, need to find that love for the sport and, 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 yeah, not just love for one team, but we need to find love for the sport again. Do you think that, um, you know, like when we were growing up as kids, like our dream was always, you know, we threw a rugby around. Our dream was we wanted to play for, you know, I grew up in the Mount, so I wanted to play for the Chiefs. Where I did you grow to, up? I grew up here in the Mount. Oh, the Mount. Oh, okay. Yes, uh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> you grow up, grow up. I want to play Super Rugby, you know, or well, that time was called something different. I want to play for the Chiefs. I want to play for the All Blacks. You know, one day I want to wear a black jersey. Like that was, that's the dream you grow up with here. Do you think that there's any possibility that that'll change to, you know, like, oh, kids will grow up thinking like, oh, geez, I want to get over to America. Kind of like basketball, you know, like kids grow up here playing basketball, like I want to get to the States and I want to get a college scholarship and I want to make the NBA. Yeah, I want to play for the Raptors or the... Yeah, yeah, yeah I want no, to play for they, they the Lakers. New York, New York rugby you team or LA, people yeah. People are going to start growing for up. Sure. Like, oh, I want to play for LA. Like, I they'll, wanna... be, they'll be wearing the LA singlets and yeah, LA yeah. caps around. Nah, no, for sure. I think that's what that's what's going to happen and that's that's starting to what's... Like I said, the beast is waking up and um, that's what's definitely going to happen. You, yeah. I think, yeah, 10 years' time you'll have kids growing up in, uh, in the mount. Um, and they will. They'll be wearing LA singlets and LA caps. Going, damn! I want to play for that LA LA team. I it's cool, way, but it's just it's exciting. It's it's something different for the game. Like, oh, it is like a bit of a change, eh? Like we're sort of repetitive here. Like things are just we get into our we get into our swing of things and we just keep growing, keep going, and this is how we do things here with rugby. You know, like yeah, I, it's it's religion, a, like you said. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't. I don't want to. I've not come here to 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 solve rugby problems in New Zealand um, mm. but you know things need to change here and mm. and um, you got to move with the times and and yeah America's the the place for it to um, to do that you know there's 12 teams this season next year there's LA and Dallas the Dallas Mavericks owner uh, Mark Cuban he's yeah. bought the Dallas rugby that team is crazy he yeah. loves rugby so, so for those that don't know who the Mavericks is that's the NBA team in Dallas the NBA team's owner has now bought the rugby team for next year. So. Yeah, so I mean, it's that's that's what's changing. Um, it's definitely um, a viewers' sport, rugby, and mm. uh, it's uh, Americans are starting to wake up to it. Mean bro, um, close to an hour there. Bit Ooh. of a yarn, <laughs> um, but just wanted to say thank you, thank you for coming down. Um, appreciate it drove down a few hour drive um just to come and jump on this and and talk to um, people who follow us um do you just want to give yourself a plug where people can find you or 
or if any boys are interested in sort of showing their showing their skills where they can where they can find you for that yeah um thanks loss no appreciate I, i'm honored to be on this um podcast you've done very well and you're doing doing very well and i like your gear and um your brand it's awesome and uh it's it's like like the game in america it's gonna grow so um keep going bro keep going <laughs> um but no i appreciate you having me down and and um you can if you do want to find me or reach out i'm on uh instagram um cam underscore kilgore um and yeah feel free to uh flick me a message um and then you just follow once the la team is launched you'll see all our social media you'll be inundated with our social media instagram twitter um facebook and our website and you'll have no um other option other to support yeah but you'll be supporting the la mlr team far kiwis will love this team yeah so um you'll have massive opportunities to uh, make contact and reach out so um yeah feel free to reach out awesome bro um and just lastly as i always ask please if you can just uh if you're listening if you can just screenshot it chuck it on your story um give us a tag let us know you're listening um if you don't want to post it just give us a message uh if you liked what you heard or whatever you want to hear next time um we appreciate you guys tuning in every time and um until next time sweet brother cheer later